Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of the second season of On Report. It is great to be here. What a first weekend of footy it was. Josh, Simat, how are you, buddy? I'm going great, thanks, Zach. Like you said, I think it was an absolute perfect week of footy, the first week back, and just, oh, it's so good. And keen to rip into the second week. And it's on! So they come in from all parts of the ground now. Awesome. All right. Before we get into the footy, Zach, tell me about your life. Any updates? Anything exciting happened over the weekend? Boy in my year or boy in our year. Young Christian fella. Got married. Tied the knot. Sunday in Burwood. Lovely wedding, actually. Ended up in Mossman. A little reception. Tell you, if it was on a Saturday, it would have been real, real good. But uh, it was a, a nice little occasion. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, this weekend, I ended up going to the Raiders game. I think it's my third Raiders game since being here for the past 18 months and it it never fails to deliver, I'll tell you that much. But I'll give you a bit of a controversial opinion, Zach, for someone that co-hosts a podcast. Rugby yeah. League and the NRL, very poor live to watch sport, in my opinion. It's atmosphere is second to none, I think, especially at GIO and the Canberra Raiders fa- uh, fans. But yeah, no, nah, not a good sport to watch live. And I think I agree on that. And I haven't been to a game for a long time. But actually, Leichhardt hasn't been too bad in the times we've been there. I think it's just the atmosphere, though. The yeah, that's more atmosphere, yeah. It's boring. Mm. It's not boring, but it's like if the ball's down one end, because it doesn't go to the other end for a while, it, it's kind of just like you're waiting for it to come back to you. Other than like football or like basketball where it's end-to-end and cricket's just kind of a different thing altogether. But yeah, it's an interesting opinion. It's a good have TV. It's also like, I think it's just, also the pure quality of TV now. Have you seen like the Fox League HD cameras like as they yeah, look back try? It's just like you can't yeah. you can't top that. Like that's yeah, no, clearly in my own eyes. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's get straight into it. Zach, what did you what did you learn from last week? First week back, not a lot of new rules in place. Any insights you picked up? I think I don't know whether it was just first week teams aren't as fit as they should be, or speed of the game, the middle looked very open. 60 yep. minute plus, even early in the first, oh, sorry, late in the first half, fullbacks and front rowers. I know you did the stats for the try scoring, fullbacks and front rowers. That's where your value is at, which is a nice little combo for a same game multi. Yeah. The other one would be we pick 13 plus pretty nicely. Six games, 13 plus. I reckon a couple more. Looks like the good teams are good and the bad teams might be quite bad. Yeah. And there's no better example than that than the Melbourne Storm. Like, goodness me, I don't think... Did you catch the first half of the Melbourne Storm? No, that's my problem. I was on the way home and I didn't yeah. get it. Honestly, like, straight out of the gates, like, a lot of conjecture over, like, Cameron Smith not being there, like, it's a new team. But, like, on a, up there with the best footy I've ever seen. Like, it was just clinical. Like, the first 10 minutes, they just didn't skip a beat. I, I can't even put words to it. They were just they were straight up the middle. The Bunnies had literally had no hope at the start. It was, it was honestly phenomenal. So, and for me... I think you just can't hate the Storm. Like, you know, a Storm's probably one of the most hated teams. And that's purely, I kind of understood it with good. the big three. Like, you kind of not, it's, it's understandable not to like Billy Slater or Cameron Smith. But now they're not there and they're still good. Uh, the cheese is hard, hard to dislike. You can't hate Cameron Smith, uh, Cameron Munster. I've come around on Pappenhausen, believe it or not. And yeah, you have. You used to hate it. Yeah, and it's, but it's just typical tall poppy syndrome if you hate the storm, in my opinion. So that's a little on report for me up early. 
if you hate the storm purely just for their success. And uh, touch to touch on your speed of the game one, if people said that the speed of the game would like erode the big men, but it's brought them straight into it. Like they're just like one side's too tired to defend the bigger person and they're just crashing over. Like like you mentioned the stats, I think 20% of tries or maybe 15% of tries were from front row forwards, which is just, yeah. I think that's an absurdly high number for someone that's paying eight, nine, $10 to score a try. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, there's a, there's a lot of value there. And uh, it's, they're fun to watch as well because it looks like they're going to get over it. It looks like the space in the middle is a lot wider, a lot open, a lot more open than you'd expect in a round one you know, series of games. But yeah, for sure. It's just one week sample. We can't get too excited. Very true. I know I'm getting, Very true. Everyone's getting too excited about everything. And it's just one week. Yeah, one. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, that's for sure. Any, any on report, Zach? I'm keen to hear this one this week. Uh, I, I struggled with a bit this week, but then I was... Uh, Saturday, scrolling through the apps, and Tom Waterhouse, haven't heard his name for a while. I don't know what he was up to, just run off the coattails of his mum. But, yeah, no, TikTok, but also just a desperado now. He's trying to flog himself as a brand, and it's like all these ads with chicks and, like, goats in the farm. Like, your family's known as, like, you know, to be classy and, like, actually run a decent business. Mm. So... Shocking on that. And then the second one is, and this is for people, especially coming into, you know, as more NRL tips come about, if you get one try scorer in your eight leg multi, let's say you get like a $1.80 tupo, don't G up, don't message group chat screenshotting it and sending it mm. in. And this is not targeted at you, Josh, but just people in general. I reckon it has to be four legs plus, then you start thinking about it. And even if the last leg is like Toby Rudolph's score, you can put it in. But uh, people who G up way too early about a multi, you can clearly see that they're people that don't really bet as well, which is quite funny. I think the fact that you said this is not directed at me, even though no one was thinking that it was directed at me, means it was directed at me. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember last year you picked Lucy to score two tries against the Eels, final same of the season, and he almost yeah, scored and one. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was my birthday, so leave me alone. Uh, for me, yeah, Zach, nah. uh, so a bit of context. Todd Payton, the captain of, uh, sorry, the coach of the Cowboys, he. He pretty much yes. singled out Jason Tamalolo for a defensive decision and everyone kind of just jumped on the on the back of Todd Payton, giving him hate for for going after their best player. And for me, it's just, who cares if he's the best player? Like, everyone's got to be held accountable. And he, what he made was perfect sense. So, if for anyone that doesn't know, he's decided to play Tamalolo less minutes because he's on a 10-year contract and he's got, like, six years left, yeah? So, he's, he's playing, the, playing the long game with him and he made a perfectly good point that he was tired and the fact that he was tired, he didn't get back defensively and he leaked a try. I do like, I can't say anything wrong with that. A hundred percent agree. And I think as a new coach, best way to stamp your authority, create a bit of culture, not that he did it on purpose, but pin the best player. Like he's, yeah. he's probably looked at, 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 at up North Queensland and everyone's like, oh, you can't say a bad word about him. He's a beast. He's a unicorn, but you call him out and then everyone else in the team's like, Oh, he's not invincible. Let's go. I reckon, I think a little smoky performance from the Cowboys this week. I reckon I'll yeah. turn up. I reckon Tamalolo is one to turn up after copying it a bit. But then also, he probably hasn't copped it for a while. So we'll see how it happens yeah. there. But I, exactly. I, yeah, I wasn't a fan of everyone getting around and going, oh, top paid and like, this is the problem with the culture at Cowboys, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, mate. Yeah, he made two really good points. He made two really good points. One is that we need Jason to set an example for culture, bringing in a new coach. So like, that's, that's perfect for me there. And secondly, Tamalolo is considered one of the best forwards in the world. On report, when 
NRL players are called the best in the world when only two countries play it, just quietly. But he's the best forward in the world. Well, he needs needs to be held to that standard. He's not being held to the same standard as Cohen Hess or uh, whoever, you know what I mean? Or Tom Gilbert. Yeah, exactly. So that's my one for this week. Just a, just a little footy one, but but a good one nonetheless. Yeah, beautiful. Anytime try scoring challenge. Zach, how'd you go last week? I was elite last week. It was a somewhat no competition. Uh, 14 points. I got Olam, I got Best, Nicarima, and Catewell. Should have been George Williams as well. This week I've gone very similar, but I've uh, taken the data from last week and we're looking very nice. Quite literally no competition. So for the, for the listeners, I accidentally forgot my tips. But I think it'll balance out by the end. I'll hopefully catch up this 14-point deficit. Or perhaps Zach will show some clemency and we'll start fresh from round two. But Ooh, clemency, that's a big one for you. That's a yeah, big one. I had that one. Let's yeah, move on right. to our round two then. Yeah, yeah, yeah very nice. <laughs> All right, I'll let, run you through my tips for this week. Remus Smith, Roger Tavaskashek, Tevita Pangai Jr., Brian To'o, Cody Walker, Zachary Lomax, Daniel Tupo, and Joseph Tapani. We've got a couple similar there. I've gone Olam, Justin, that is. Tyson Frizzell, Tino. By the way, that, sorry, that Frizzell might be changed to Jalen Braley. Just wait and see on that. Fisher-Harris for the Panthers. Alex Johnson, he'll score 1,000 tries this year. Lomax, Tupo, and Jacques Whiten. But tipping, have your glory. Off you go. Yeah, tipping Zach. Seven from eight and eight from eight, respectively. Just want to clarify that I was the one that got eight out of eight. Uh, the Warriors doing the, doing the job for me there. But yeah, we've definitely started the year on the front foot. You have to say. Yeah, that's for sure. It was a kind of surprising that it was so easy. Yeah. Usually round one, I was expecting six max. My new thing as well, and hold me accountable to this, my margin for the whole year will not go over 10. I'm on zero. I got I picked, the, I picked the, the first game. I'm telling you, I'll not go over 10. I've got a feeling about margins this year. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we're off to a great start. It's a better year than last year already. So hopefully we can uh, keep up the momentum. Anyways, enough of the small talk, Zach. Let's get straight into round two. First game up, the Parramatta Eels versus Melbourne Storm. Thursday night, 8.05 kickoff as per usual. We have the Parramatta Eels at $2.75 and the Melbourne Storm at a well-deserved $1.45. Ins and outs. Nia Kore returns from a little crusher tackle last year, which pushes Keegan Hipgrave to the reserves. So nothing big there. And Bellamy's gone the same 17 for his uh, Melbourne Storm this looks like an interesting one, but I think maybe too early in the season for the Eels to be rumbling. I almost will go out on a limb here and hold me to this. I don't think I will not tip Storm in any game this oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, they might lose three games. I'm worth like it's just a no. It's a no-brainer. Like I might lose three. Trigger. Right. Maybe maybe around the whole season right now and go Storm every game. We'll see, but maybe around origin period, but or if they start racing plays at the end. But no, nah, I think it's just Parramatta were Parramatta weren't great. I think they they were very complacent against the Broncos. Broncos were fired up, but I think they just expected to win, and you can't do that. And I think they, they got away with it though. That's a yeah, but they're like you're not going to get away with this storm, and I don't think they even get a chance to breathe. So it's a storm pick for me, and at the line of negative six. Oh, you take yeah. Uh, I think at Bank West, I don't mind it being a bit closer. I think it's going to rain all week. It's raining right now. I'm not sure if you can hear that. So I'm going to take Storm. I'm going to take Storm for the tip, but Eels at the line and under points. Eels at the line and under points. All right. Game What's number two, 
the New Zealand Warriors versus Newcastle Knights Friday night at 6 p.m. kickoff. We have the New Zealand Warriors at a dollar ninety-five and the Newcastle Knights at dollar eighty-five. You and Aiken, Gonskis, eight to ten weeks could be more, could be less. Adam Pompey has uh, come into the centre position, and for the Knights, they've got the same seventeen. But with Watson named to start, and I hope he doesn't get reverted to the bench for Suasusu before kickoff because that will be annoying for my super coach team. But I like the Warriors. Really? I do. Why? I think because I didn't tip them last week, and I thought they were pretty good. See, for me, I think I'm Newcastle. I th- it's going to be a battle with the forwards, just. Yeah. Safidi, Clemmer versus Adam Fanua Blake and whatever big bopper they have in the Warriors. It's it's going to be a tussle. Uh, I think just... one other thing, though, is going to be Connor Watson, yes, named at 13 right now, but Kurt Mann and Bradman Best, I'm not sure if they're really going to play. Yeah, so keep an eye out for some late changes there. And if that changes, then I think I'm, I'm flipping the switch, definitely Warriors. But I still think the Warriors, I don't think... I think Pack dominance, Central Coast. I know Knights look pretty close, but Central Coast, they've got a family home there now. It's pretty comfortable. Shifted to $2.90. We're looking at a seven and a half line for the Titans. Yeah, I don't know. This is a tricky one. Philip Sammy in, Brian Kelly out. Big loss. Big loss. Uh, for Feeder, I know he was battling last week and played 70, but he was in hospital, I think, two days before that. So, Another another week of recovery for him. I think he'll be firing against his old team. And then for the Broncos, Coates uh, and Asiata were cleared. Matt Lodge, two to three weeks gone. I know it's a killer for super coaches out there, but I'll leave that there. So Flegler starts, and we've got Reese Kennedy joining the bench. If there are any NRL coaches listening, and I know there might be Craig Bellamy, et cetera, let me tell you how to save a try in the corner. Zach and I thought of this state of origin last year and it's popped in my head again seeing Xavier Coates do the little Harbour Bridge banana dive to the oh. corner. Dive why, to the ball. Zach, yeah, Zach, <laughs> tell me why he does the he does the banana Harbour Bridge dive. So that when they try and tackle him out, he's over the top of him. Exactly. And he's phenomenal at it. Like, he's literally like the best at it. But what I'm not understanding is where does he need to – he – They've, they've trained themselves so well that they plant the ball within centimetres of the touchline. Like, it's literally in that corner. In that corner. It's a little yeah. spot. There's about a 30-centimetre gap. Even less. Less. And less. Wh- less. <laughs> so why not, why not teach your defender to cover the grass instead of going for the person? Like, if I cover the grass, if I just literally lay at that little Sat tiny grass, spot exactly. <laughs> where he's trying to put the ball, it just can't get down. So rather than reaching up, at this guy doing a Harvard Bridge dive, go for a little corner, cover the grass, knock the ball out of his hands before it gets there. To me, it's, it's literally just so simple. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm thinking Josh Mansell got dropped, so I'm going to message Mansell and say, hey, bro, keep your head yeah. up. And if you want to get back in the team, take this, to, take this to Bennett and you'll get picked again. Seriously, they should do it. Just try it and see what happens. Because this I whole jumping over the top thing, people get easily tries. It is foolproof. I've tried it and it's easy. And they're so big. Like, you're not going to knock a 115-kilo person out you know what i mean and it's like yeah, no, it's it leaves you open shoulder charges and whatnot just just cover the grass anyway back to the cover tips for it's titans for me but eh, it could be a tricky one titans for you uh, it is titans for me but yes again i agree tricky one 
I think it's tricky. Ricky looked shocking last week, Jordan Ricky, and I think Ten for Fida, like for Fida, Tino, they're going to cause problems for him. The only thing was Milf looked good. Milf looked good. Yeah. So I've, I'm always going to have a look. I think there's points in him. There's point. There's clearly points in them. You know, they put some points up against the Eels. So I'll take the Titans, but I'm going to say Titans at one to twelve. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Next game, the Canary Banks down Bulldogs versus Penrith Panthers. It's the first game on Super Saturday. Six dollars fifty for my beloved Bulldogs, and a dollar twelve for Panthers. Uh, Sixteen and a half line. Not much to say here, is there, Zach? Unfortunately, I'm going to take Dogs thirteen plus at twenty three dollars. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, let's keep this short. I'll talk about it if you like. Panthers look real good. Yeah, Panthers thirteen plus. I think dogs will put up a fight for the first 20 minutes, but then it becomes way too much. Yeah, for dogs fans, it's it's not all bad news. I think we did look a bit better. Kyle Flanagan yeah, looked sure. nice. Jake Alvaro looked all right. Kind of so much all right that you don't really feel the need for Matt Burden. We leaked a lot of points. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say, but we're on the up, I think. That's all I'll add. Anyway, Panthers for the two of us. Next game, Manly Seagulls versus South Sydney Rabbitohs. Next game on Super Saturday, four dollars for Manly, which I that's a bit generous, and a dollar twenty-five for the bunnies. And we're looking at a ten and a half line. Last week's Manly game was sad to watch. Yeah, it really was. Like it was sad to watch. So like bunnies, yes, take him. I think bunnies, like, yes, we got blown out of the water first 10 minutes, first 15 minutes, but then I thought we were the better team until the incorrect call against Dagai uh, or Dagai. Uh, no real changes other than Andrew Davey starts now and Goeski goes to the bench, rightly so. Kieran Foran sweet, he'll play. Mansour dropped. Uh, Host also dropped, which is kind of interesting. So wow. Keon Matagi starts and Jackson Paulo starts and Patrick Mago joins the bench. Tom Burgess was cleared, so he's sweet, but I think Jai Arrow should get the starting spot there. Bunnies, yeah. 13 plus in my opinion. Is he still on the bench? Correct. Bunnies are good. Like Latrell is firing. Cody Walker's firing. I think I think they'll really do a job here on the Sea Eagles. Is I think for me, if if Roosters can do it, Bunnies can do it to them. Next almost, almost joke. West Tigers. Yeah, I was going to say Roosters. It's we'll yeah. talk about this one quickly. We're on M by most expensive fourteen in the game, rightly so. Most well, rightly overpaid so. player in yeah, the game. Yeah, that's it. Mean. Like that's he, it. I can't even imagine anyone who gets close. He he was absolutely shocking on the weekend. He's just like. Oh, Go back in his career, starts to the Bulldogs, chases down someone, and everyone's just like, the thing with the Bulldogs culture is, but not now because we have Kyle Flynn again, but beforehand, we had any half that we got post Jonathan Thurston was just like, we can't let him get away, we can't let him get away, and it was, and it went from it went from Moses and Bai next Jonathan Thurston to Matthew Flory. <laughs> The next yeah, Jonathan Thurston to Lachlan Lewis to Brandon Wakem and just four absolute top reserve grade players. Anyway, he, I, he's, I still he's think so Wakem bad. comes good. Wakem will come good. The yeah, yeah. club for him, I reckon. I thought it was also funny going to the game on the weekend. Joey Lay, oh. and this is the thing with the West Tigers. Oh, yeah. I know we have a very, very, very passionate West Tigers supporter in Anthony Dorena that listens to the podcast. So maybe cover your ears, Anthony, but. I think I think it's the team with the lowest IQ. It's just sure. Joey Leilua, he just can't help himself. It was just it was so funny on the on the weekend. You just knew as soon as Joey 
Lucy or even Jimmy the Jet touch the ball, it's just like we get, we get the ball back now. It's just like force Don't force offload, drop the ball. Like, or if Lucy goes to the ground, he's gonna be upset, and then Joey gets angry. Ah, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's 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 a, it's a I don't know what the, how to describe them really. <laughs> like they're just. I can it just be so funny to see Maguire try and talk to them and just try and get them to switch on and stuff because they'd be yeah. like, you match, you match, you match, you match, and then just like go out and do dumb, <laughs> dumb footy. Oh, uh, anyway, it's a Roosters tip here. Can't think too much into it. The line's interesting though. Ten and a half. What do you reckon there? Is it just simply Roosters? Dewey's back. Crichton's out. Jake Friend's out. I think mm. I'm going to go plus ten and a half Tigers, but I will be tipping, tipping the Roosters. Next up, we have the Cronulla Sharks versus Canberra Raiders. Sunday, 6.15. $3 for the Sharks and $1.39 for the Raiders. And we're sitting at a six and a half line in favor of the away side, Canberra Raiders. Yeah, I think this is a... Uh, I want to I say something's round that is a little bit controversial and pick something different this round, but it just looks like Raiders again. Both no, teams not, stay the same. We're not this year, Zach. We're but Ramian's out. Yeah, we are on this podcast. True, we are. But... Mm. Yeah, same 17. I think Tigers put up a little bit of a fight, but Raiders too good last week. And I think it'll be the same thing. I think Sharks are not in that tier of, tier of team yet. I think the Raiders are beatable at the moment. Just at the start, they're a bit... they got big boys like Pali. I think he's still getting getting fit, getting match fitness. Their structures aren't set in stone, like I said earlier, but a slightly better opposition. I'd be tempted to take the other team, but I think they're daylight... Daylight's ahead of the Sharks, so I'll be tipping the Raiders. Yeah, we'll go the Raiders. All right, let's wrap this up. It's been a topsy-turvy episode for us behind the scenes. We've we've decided to start filming this or recording this at 4.30, and it's it's honestly thrown us out of whack, so we're, we're pretty keen to get out of here. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. We're going Storm. Zach's going Warriors. I'm going Knights. Pending late mail. A reluctant Titans. Panthers. South Sydney to smash the eel, Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles, that is. North Queensland, kind of reluctantly, but home should be all right. Roosters to pump the Tigers and the Canberra Raiders to do a job on the Cronulla Sharks. You happy with that? I'm happy with that. Also considering a reluctant early joker here, but I think it's too, yep. uh, too ballsy. In hindsight, it would have been nice last week, quite obviously. But anyway, all right, sure. let's get out of here. Good luck, everyone. Get your tips in. Submit them right now when you hear this. Any new listeners, thank you for listening. Any old listeners, thank you for coming back. Have a good weekend and we'll see you guys next week. Beautiful. Take care. We will be looking at a new laptop next week. I'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> All right. See you. Uh, hi, everyone. This is uh, Zach checking in, just editing the podcast. And I realized we had some technical difficulties with the Cowboys-Dragons game. Our tip is Cowboys. Although we respect what the Dragons did last week and all shout-outs to my uncle. He said they're on this year to make the eight. I think and Josh thinks the Cowboys will get up it because Payton got up them. Cowboys 1-12 to up in Townsville. Michael Morgan, 60-plus touches. And because of this technical difficulty and letting the podcast listeners down, my best bet for the round, Pappenhausen, Teddy Luttrell, and James Fisher-Harris. That's your multi. Uh, try scorers, by the way. That's it. Enjoy it. Thanks, mate.